It's Monday, November 1st, 2021, and this is golf today. We had a windy finish in Bermuda. Lucas Herbert, the 25-year-old Aussie, took home his first PGA Tour title. We discussed his weekend and how impressive the International President's Cup team has been in the early parts of this wraparound season. Plus, Preston Summerhays, the phenom down in Tempe, joins the program to talk about his freshman year at Arizona State, his win at the East Lake Cup, and how he is balanced in being one of the best golfers in the country with being one of the new faces around campus. That's not all. We talk the LPGA final push in November. We recap our points bet locks of the week. We quiz Damon Hack on his UCLA knowledge. Let me tell you, it is very good. And we have a couple of youngsters on the program in very different places in their golfing careers. Coming up on Golf Today, these winds were up in conditions nasty in Bermuda. The man that left the king of the triangle, Lucas Herbert, who picked up his first PGA Tour title and second worldwide win of 2021. We'll discuss the 25-year-old and his great week. Plus, the entire reason we do on the number is for weeks like this, pro golfers knowing how important it is to make it to the weekend in the fall, which brings us to a man who called it the greatest top 60 finish of all time. We'll explain. And Preston Summerhays, fresh off his victory at the East Lake Cup, joins the show to talk about freshman year, Tempe, college golf, and plenty more. Stop eating that candy. Halloween is over. Golf today is not. Let's go. Golf today, brought to you by PointsBet. Welcome to Golf Today. Damon Hack alongside Shane Bacon. Today, November 1st. Yesterday, October 31st. Many of us still recovering from a sugar high. I had a lot of chocolate. I had a lot of candy. I'm a little off my game. Did you have a favorite, like, top three list of candy? Because I could go on and on and on. I went, I went classical. I went kind of OG candy, if you okay. will. I'll start with peanut M&Ms. Uh, okay. This is kind of one of the – I don't think this would have made my list before meeting Cindy. But okay, uh, Cindy okay. is big peanut M&M person. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've adopted the peanut Not M&M. Can't, mi can't okay, miss with okay. the peanut M&Ms. Number two, Starburst. You're getting a lot of oh, chocolate like on these Starburst lists. Last night, Starburst. A lot of chocolate yeah, yeah. on the list. you got to throw in a little fruity, mix it up a bit. Number one for me is Twix. I love okay. the peanut butter Twix, but any Twix in general. Okay. What's your three? I went number three would be Skittles. Uh, I named my dog love a good after Skittle. Skittles. I love the purple and the red, especially. Number two would be the Valentine's Day candy. Remember that you go to you were elementary talking school this earlier. Like, you love I, these. You want two or three boxes, or you get the pink one and the green. They're fantastic. And number one for me, undefeated milk duds, especially at the movie theater when we used to go to the movies. You get the the milk duds and the popcorn together. Mix it up. I'm out working my way to 260 pounds back then, and milk duds were a big part of that. <laughs> we were putting the candy yeah. down. How about Butterfingers? Have... Like Butterfingers or Butterfield? Oh, I like where you're yeah, going. Yeah, I yeah. almost went there. We didn't even plan that. Let's check out some highlights <laughs> from the Butterfield yes. Bermuda Championship. It's going to be the highlight of our show. You got right it. Right there, dude. We already had it in the first three minutes. Look, at we talked about it earlier. Would you want to play golf on a day like this? Do you bail is the question. I, do you I play bail. or do you bail? Taylor Penrith might have wanted to bail overnight. Leader struggling on the eight hole. The par three tee shot comes up well short. He make bogey to drop to 14 under. So I have a condition rule. Okay. There's three bad golfing conditions. There's cold, there's wind, there's rain. I don't want to play golf in two of the three. I'll play in one of the three. Okay. okay. I'll play in one of the three. But if there's two of the three, that's when I call the buddies and say we'll find another day. Okay. And it was wind and rain on this Sunday. Well, we know Patrick Reed can handle the tough conditions. Someone before the week said, hey, you know, you get Miss Greens in Bermuda, you might as well pick someone maybe with a top 10 
who has a fantastic short game. Just somebody some, said some, that. Somebody, and, so, and some, we'll get to that in a bit. Somebody maybe was trying to get talked out of that. <laughs> That's right. Too simple on the board. We'll discuss in a bit. That's Danny Lee at the 11th. That was an important putt to save his par. We'll go to the 12th, trying to get this up and in for par, and the troubles began. Yeah, for the U.S. Amp champ, we'll leave it short, and we're going to leave him for a moment, back to him just a little bit. How about Lucas Herbert, a 25-year-old Aussie. This is the 12th hole. Yes, right. And look at the emotion, the fist Bob pump. Had his coach in earlier, flew him in to Bermuda for some help for his own game, and it was working out. This is Danny Lee again. Now, this is the hybrid pod. Now, oh, a little strong, did not gauge that well. No, no. I mean, interesting play. You know, you always hear kind of the commentators talk about bellying a wedge or hitting the hybrid three-wood putter. That was just not the right decision. Now Reed here at 17 knows he's got to make virtually everything coming in. Forced that one in for a birdie. That would get him to 13 under par. Absolutely. This is short par putt for the leader. Lucas Herbert not happy with that. Looking at the grass, maybe a little wobble on the. Can just pat those down. Can't look at the grass. Pat them down now. Can't look at the. Been years now. It's been years. This new rule. Can't blame the grass. Can't blame the grass. That's Patrick Reed, nine-time winner. On the PJ Tour, looking for number 10 and was in good position. It's weird. I, I believe he finished in the top 10. I believe, <laughs> I believe he did. Someone might have said it's a lock. A lock of yeah. the week. Potentially. Someone might have. Potentially. It's Herbert. Big putt there. Pours it in the right side. Get him to 15 under par. Yeah, and when you're going to win in professional golf, have to find a way. This one's manufacture shots. That was fantastic. From Herbert on the par three, 16th. Well, he'd say par to remain at 15 under. Go to the 17th, the par five. Taylor Pendrith had played this par five, five under par the first three rounds, and that was then. This is now drive oh. well, well left. That is what a lot of the people in the game call a double cross. Trying mm. to hit the cut, it goes left. So now you drop and you try to say par, and you don't catch it solid, and that one finds the water as well. It was not his day, the 17th, not his hole. He would make a double bogey seven there, and we'll go back to Danny Lee. Yeah, little pitch shot here. Gorgeous, and the par five with a few feet. He'd make birdie to get to 14 under, just one shot back. And here's the leader, Lucas Herbert, just trying to, you know, finish strong. On the 18th, I'll say a, a, a way better performance from this Herbert than mm. the one that I have on my fantasy football team. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on a free fall in fantasy. Okay. Justin Herbert has not been the guy for me the last. Justin few Herbert. Wait for. But Lucas Herbert has been incredible. Yeah. But it doesn't. You know what? I get no fantasy football points for him winning in Bermuda. No, but he's gonna get some world ranking points for that first win on the PGA Tour. How about some winners at age 25 or younger from Australia? Quite a list. You think of Jason Day, Adam Scott, Cameron Smith, Aaron Badley, and Lucas joins that list and meets the media after his big win. It was one of those ones you couldn't even let yourself kind of get ahead and, and think that you've won the tournament any early because it was just, the conditions were just so brutal that you could have hit a shot anywhere at any time uh, offline and, you know, it was just... It was just good to survive, I guess. It's probably the way to, uh, to describe it. It was a tricky one. It was, it, you sort of had to be a little bit fluid with it depending on the conditions, I think. Early it was probably favorable to, to be able to do some scoring, but then I think once we got to about six or seven, that was when the wind really picked up and 
from then on, it was probably more of a survival mode, just you know, try and get yourself into position off the tee and then um, in the fairway, hopefully, and uh, and in the middle of the greens and, and just, you know, try not to put too much pressure on the short game because, yeah, it was just... It was obviously not easy out there. I think growing up in Australia, we had a lot of this kind of stuff. I played countless junior events where the wind was just brutal. Um, so, I, yeah, I feel like... And, and especially we've been to Europe now and played on the European Tour for two or three years and... You know, it's, it's pretty. It gets pretty windy out there as well. So I've just, just been exposed to a lot of uh, golf where it gets quite windy, and uh, and I've seen a lot of the best players in the world play in the wind as well. So just watching how they do it, and then you know working on that, and and feeling like you know just just w- working on the things that I work on in the wind. Just I feel like it gives me an edge over you know when the conditions are perfect. I feel like that just suits the guys that are locals a bit more. It was a wild week in Bermuda. Also a wild week be a points bet when you kind of look at Lucas Herbert's outright odds throughout the week pre-tournament he was plus 7,000 entering the second round plus 6,000 not on anybody's radar third round he was still over a plus a thousand dollar odd number plus 1600 and even entering that final round plus 600 those odds via points bet of course he goes on to win and I'm going to talk to you for a second about something you probably didn't expect to hear on on a November 1st what you got talking about the president's cup oh wow we've had six events we've had three winners now on the international side as we are entering a president's cup year you think about Sungjae Hideki and now Herbert mm. winning I mean if you're Trevor Immelman this are really really good things because it's sure the president's cup's whatever 10 months away right. from now but being comfortable on American soil is a big mm. big deal being comfortable on the PGA Tour is a very very big deal picking up victories on the PGA Tour helps these players and their confidence so again when you're kind of looking at an, at an uh, late October early November event there's not a lot to circle when you're yeah. kind of looking well well ahead that is something I'm kind of keeping an eye on is that the international president's cup team has at least shut up early in the season Looks stacked looks strong I'm looking at the player himself Lucas Herbert who won uh, in the Irish Open in the summer since then has missed four cuts and felt so bad about his game that he flew his coach to Bermuda a little over a week ago, and there were some complications on whether the coach would be able to get back to Australia because of the COVID protocols. They worked on his game, and Lucas said on Thursday and Friday he still wasn't entirely comfortable with his golf swing, wasn't necessarily trusting it. But then on Saturday and Sunday he felt strong enough, despite the tough conditions, to hit the golf shots required to get that first win on the PGA Tour. This is someone obviously with high expectations and high standards, now into the Masters likely, and of course Kapalua as well. But I think he was shaky with his game going into the week to have the coach come out, he finds something and gets the job done. You see those odds via points bet, mm. plus 7,000, plus 6,000. It's because what do you, what can you take away from what this guy has done already in his short career? Yeah. Two top 20 finishes headed in to the Irish Open where he wins and then headed into this week, two missed cuts, yeah. headed in. Kind of all over the place with his golf game, but narrowed, found a, a yeah. golf course in tough conditions. And this is what certain players want. They want the golf courses to be as tough as you can make them because that's when they excel. Yeah. And there are players that are going to win at the 25, 28, 30 under par golf courses. Yeah. And there are certain players that want it to be closer to 7, 8, 9, 10 under par. When the winds are up and the rain's there, you understand that a lot of the field's just not going to be mm. up for the week. It's a, a, either later, early in the season, however you want to look at it. And say you're five, six, seven shots back of the lead going into Sunday and you're in your rain gear and you're just trying to get through the day. When you're Lucas Herbert and you see these conditions and you understand I've got the game, I've played in this a lot in my lifetime, I've played in this in junior golf tournaments. 
I've got a chance to go out there and prove something. Yeah, and need for him to say that. I can lean on my experiences playing in tough conditions in the wind growing up in Australia and lean on his junior golf days. I love what he said because all the questions afterwards were like, hey, what's next for you, Luke? Right. He's like, wait a second. You know, I, I know I've been around long enough to know that I'm not going to think, well, I'm not going to struggle anymore in this game. He wants to embrace this victory. He knows what's coming for him next year in terms of major championships and the potential to stay in those World Golf Championship events as well. But he also knows that careers are like this. They're not always like this. 25, D. I mean, yeah. 25 and two big wins. I yeah. mean, you now went on the PGA Tour and you win at the Irish Open. I mean, these are big events yeah. on the two biggest tours that we have. I mean, this is, this is real serious stuff yeah. for a young player. We love focusing on the 18, 19, 20-year-old players coming out of college. Yeah. But to be 25 now and to have three big professional mm. wins on your resume to this point, quite impressive stuff. Trevor has a stock team. Stock team. Our it's, buddy T.I. Listen, we need the internationals to pick up one of these. Uh, I think We they, need yeah, it for the yeah, President's yeah. Cup. And when you look at some of these names mm. and the way they've played already in the season, who knows what their form will be in two months, six months, or beyond. Look at what we just said about Lucas Herbert. But, yeah. again, winning is important. Yeah. Winning brings confidence that will carry over for mm. a year or two. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Real deal young player is Preston Summerhays. We can't fit all of his accomplishments on one full screen, so we'll just go with the hits. 2018-2019 Utah Amateur Champ, 2019 U.S. Junior Amateur Champion at Inverness, 2020 Son of Hannah Amateur Champion, youngest winner in the event's history. And if you dive on that Wikipedia page, you will see some very impressive names and co-medalists at the 2021 East Lake Cup and Preston got up early, which we appreciate as a freshman. I know it's not always easy getting up early on the West Coast. So you're already a winner in college. I thought this was supposed to be hard to go out there and pick up W's, and you're already doing it. What's working so far? Uh, you know, kind of last week, uh, every, everything was kind of working. I was hitting it really good, uh, putting it well. Short game was solid. But, yeah, it's been really fun my first couple months at college. How are you enjoying dorm life? I see kind of the small room, a little closet behind you. What's it like to be a freshman and already a big man on campus? It's uh, I actually really enjoy dorm life. It's really fun. I got my my roommate, Josele. Uh, we're great friends, and we've just had a great time so far. All right. Now, golf is an individual sport, as you know, but now you are on a team. How do you balance bonding with teammates while also competing against them for spots? Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, 
coming to ASU, I knew I was going to be playing with some of the best players in the country. And I think that's really good for a team aspect, but also individually, because you have to compete against them every single day, try to beat them. So you're pushing them and they're pushing you. And it's all, it's all kind of working together to help everybody. Preston, for those that didn't play college golf, can you just run us through a Preston Summerhays day, life in the day of Preston Summerhays? What time are you getting up? What are the mandatory morning workout sessions? What are you doing throughout a day during the week? Uh, throughout the week, uh, let's see. So I got class starting at 730, uh, and that goes till 1015. And then from then on, I go to the course, have team practice, and then usually after that, workouts, and then I would come back to the dorm and, and study up, do a bunch of homework. So a lot of work is what you're telling me. It's, it's, it's work, man. Yeah. It's work being a collegiate <laughs> athlete. Well, you picked a college yeah. in a comfortable area. It's a place you know so well. How has that decision helped in the early parts of your collegiate career? Uh, it's really helped. I think uh, staying home, being at ASU has – I'm comfortable with this area. I can go back home whenever I want. It's like a 30-minute drive. But, yeah, it's been really fun to, to stay home. I'm really familiar with everything, and I'm just uh, I'm glad I could be at ASU. Preston, you have one of those names. Uh, it's a famous last name in the game, Summer Hayes, much like the Stocktons. You know, growing up in a golf environment with your family so involved as players and coaches and around pro golf even, how has that helped you climb these different levels in the game? It's helped me a lot mainly because I've kind of been able to see golf at every level from, from a really young age. I've been able to, to go out on tour with my dad and kind of see what the best players in the world do, what they do well. And I'm kind of able to compare my game to them, see what I need to get better at. But yeah, definitely being able to see that high level of golf at such a young age has definitely benefited me and uh, kind of showed me the ropes of what I need to do to, to get to that level. Preston, it's a different time in the life of a collegiate athlete, especially a notable collegiate athlete. We had some news come out last week from the USGA. How are you handling people approaching you about potential opportunities still as a college athlete? Do you have other people handle that? Is that something you're communicating with? How does that whole process work? You know, I actually haven't, uh, I haven't needed to kind of do anything with that uh, NIL deal yet. Uh, but I think it's definitely a big step in, in amateur golf, and I think it's a, it's a great thing. Well, Preston, keep uh, hoisting those trophies. Keep it simple. That's my advice. He I'll keeps it. Can, it. can I say yeah. this? He keeps it extremely Good. simple. He knows what he's doing. He hits it really far, <laughs> yeah. straight, and makes a lot of putts. I'd say that's a, simple, that's, that's a simple formula. Got some good people around him as well. Preston, best of luck the rest of the season. We appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Welcome back to Golf Today as we share the best thing we saw from the week in golf. This was the scene at the 18th Green on Friday as Bermuda native and golf professional Brian Morris finished his second round. He's battling stage four brain cancer and was given a sponsor exemption into the Island's PGA Tour event. Morris played with his cousin and fellow Bermudian Michael Sims who also earned a sponsor exemption into the event. An emotional scene for the 54-year-old Morris. You know what, I always have um, one PGA Tour start next to my name, you know, to see all my family, friends. That's <sighs> ah, amazing. Don't know if I ever see it again, you know, but hey, I saw it. It means a lot. It's huge. 
you get a chance to reflect back on the last couple of days, is there a moment or something from these, these two days of experience that's going to stand out in your mind? Brad, to be honest with you, from the phone call, um, the initial phone call to right now, it's been such a ride. Like, it's been so many cool people that I haven't met before. And I mean that um, from people who work for the tour, people who work for um, Bruno events, you know. Um, everybody's just been so cool to me, man. It's been absolutely amazing. I'll, I'll never forget this forever. Indeed, that the quote really that'll, that'll hang with me about Brian's story. He said, I'll never forget this forever. And we know sports matter a lot to people, but life matters a lot more for Brian to have this opportunity to just get to go out there and say, I competed at a PGA Tour event. I competed with the best in the world, the emotions after. Very, very special stuff this week at Bermuda. The connection that this game of golf has with so many people that are going through different things, whether it's cancer, whether it's the men and women of the military coming home, from war, you know, missing limbs or with dealing with PTSD, uh, children with special needs. Uh, you think about sports as a whole, Tom Brady, and we saw the, the young man in the crowd with the site, Tom Brady helped me get through cancer and to see Brian Morris, to see him compete on the PGA Tour, knowing what this game means to him, knowing what his life might be like for the next few months. Uh, what a moment for the game and what a moment for him. A lot, a lot of words about inspiration. When you watch that, when you watch what he was able to do to go out there and play, play alongside someone that he calls a friend, someone that he's known for so long, and the emotions. I mean, he's playing this event in Bermuda. I mean, he's the head pro at Ocean View yeah. Golf Course in Bermuda. You couldn't have something more special. And when your days are numbered, you know, when you're yeah. starting to count down the days, there are certain days that are going to feel bigger and more special than other days. And to imagine that he got that Thursday, Friday, to go out there and see fans and see a gallery and understand honors matters in yeah. this golf tournament and to get to see the flags and a caddy bib, all that comes with this, mm. all that comes with playing in a professional golf event, all that comes with playing on a PGA Tour golf event. I mean, you ask Brian when he's a kid, you know, you want to play professional golf, do you want to play in a PGA Tour event? The answer was sure, like it yeah. was for any kid in his shoes. And to finally get to fulfill that, and be a part of this championship. Kudos to everyone involved. Yeah. Kudos to the PGA Tour, to the event staff in Bermuda for making this happen, to give him a call and to put him on our stage because it was very, very special. And Brian's going to join us tomorrow. I'm excited mm. for that conversation Can't as well. Can't wait to chat with him. It's so wonderful to have nice things happen to you, but it's even better when you do something nice. It's the whole love thy neighbor uh, mentality of this game and the good folks at Bermuda and the PGA Tour who gave him a sponsor's exemption to help this story happen, to make him feel good, to make someone feel good about their station in life. Uh, this is what it's all about. Back on golf today, there is an eight-year-old golfer, Hunter Williams. Tell you what, he's been taking the internet by storm, walking in putts, fist pumping <laughs> his way across Instagram and Twitter. And like I say, he's just eight years old, just the start of his love of this game. And he loves it already. He's got incredible kind of a feel for the moment, Shane. Kind of those people are just born with that star power red top black bottom and just knows that the putt is going to drop and another fist pump i mean just flag in flag out doesn't matter yeah and even you know channeling kevin Na, look at that early walk i mean even kevin Na's not walking that early <laughs> that was about six feet out drops it in great young kid having some fun on social media but he's done a lot already in the game of golf at just eight years of age third at the u.s kids golf world championship won the u.s kids golf northern california state championship second at the u.s kids golf texas open has 20 plus local tournament wins and also a sensation on social media hunter 
and his dad, Joey, join us now. And Hunter, it's a Monday morning. I got to ask to start, are we skipping school for an interview? What is your plans on a Monday, Hunter? Um, we have no school today because I'm not sure if it's because, uh, I think it's because my teachers are, have to do the work for it to get ready tomorrow. And it's also maybe because you got a chance to be on this lovely show. Well, Hunter, I, I want to ask you about the sport of golf. Why do you love golf as an eight-year-old? I really like to putt and see the ball drop, and I also really like to hit chips really close and get up and down. And I also like to hit bomb bombs with the driver right down the fairway. <laughs> and I also love the course design. Wow. Clearly, you love this game in all aspects. Look behind you. You've got medals. You're clearly successful. So how much time do you spend working on your game? Mm, I try to practice three to four days a week. Pretty impressive. Good practice schedule already. Who's your favorite player? Who's the player you like to watch the most on TV? I have three of them, but the one that I love to watch most on TV is, prob is probably Jordan Spieth because I love to see him get up and down from crazy spots. Oh, great short game for Hunter. Great short game for Jordan. So what is the best golf shot, Hunter, that you've ever hit in your young life? Probably the pitching wedge when I was seven years old that I made for my first eagle. He's actually still got it. He hung it up himself. He wanted to keep it. <laughs> wow. One day could be in the World Golf Hall of Fame. You never know. Hey, Joey. Yeah, uh, maybe. Joey, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, and, a half year old and uh, his interest in the game right now is riding around in a golf cart. Hunter got into the game at one. How did you push Hunter to golf so early, and how did he connect to it so quickly? Yeah, um, I grew up playing junior golf, and so ever since he was born, he's been riding in the car with me as well. And one day he just picked up a plastic club, started swinging it, and we took him out, and he's been in love ever since. So um, he's the one that kind of runs the show. He tells me when he wants to go, when he wants to practice, and we kind of just go with that. Um, he's got a coach that um, has always encouraged him to uh, call the shots, um, if it's, if it's what he wants to do, then he does it. And so we're just running with it right now, and he absolutely loves the game. Hunter, what's your favorite golf course? I know you're interested in different golf course design and architecture. What's your favorite golf course, and why do you love it so? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Probably Pinehurst number two because I love that it has sand dunes and it is very hard to get up and down and it has very tricky putts. What an old soul. Talking architecture already. Andy Johnson's going to get this kid on the Friday ASAP. Hey, Hunter, you have a head cover behind you, and I don't want to go negative here, but you got a head cover behind you, the ASU head cover. Now, coming from an Arizona Wildcat, did you do this on purpose, Hunter? Are you trying to hurt my feelings? Are you an ASU fan? Why the head cover? Um, so this was the main – this was one of the first um, college – facilities that I went to and it has one of the best practice video facilities and ever since I've just been I've just I've wanted to go to Arizona State all right I guess oh, you can go right. there I okay. guess you can go Back to 12. Arizona State <laughs> decent collegiate program there well, what's been the coolest part of seeing your videos circulate around the internet Hunter um I love I love knowing that Kevin Knott commented that I was on fire, and I love, and then I also like that maybe Jordan Spieth and Dustin Johnson are um, saw the video. Uh, how about that? I mean, you love this game so much. You love Jordan Spieth. Maybe one day you'll get to play with him on the PGA Tour, which leads me to my next question. What is your ultimate goal in the game? What would you like to do as a grown-up? As a grown-up, I would love to be on the PGA Tour. Bingo. Simple. 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 No reason to, to – let's not make it complicated here. Walking in putts at the top levels of the game. <laughs> and, and, and fist pumping like a professional golfer. <laughs> Hunter, congrats on all the success. Uh, love looking at all those trophies. Listen, just I'm just going to throw this your way. And to Joey, Tucson, Arizona. Give it a look. Go down to Tucson, get some great food. You'd have a different-looking head cover. But no matter where you go and, and what you pursue, we're excited to watch. You want to go to Arizona and be a Wildcat? No. No, he says. <laughs> How about UCLA? UCLA, guys. A little look at Westwood, potentially. What are your thoughts on UCLA? Asking for a friend. Maybe be a Bruin. We've talked about, you know, maybe some East Coast schools, Florida, North Carolina. Arizona State. Arizona State, <laughs> <laughs> It hits me right, right oh, in the heart. We'll still be rooting for you, Hunter. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your Monday. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Oh, well, a little stud going to ASU. You tried. You tried. I did, too. I don't – I mean, I, I don't get any, like, recruiting payments or anything from <laughs> U of A here. I, I just like to push people that way or at least consider. Yeah. You know, University of Arizona. Tucson's beautiful. You'd love it. The mountains there are awesome. There's a lot of stuff to do. The only, only biosphere outside of Earth is 30 minutes from Tucson. But uh, I digress. It looks like he's, yeah. uh, he's set with ASU. How about his, like, celebration? Do you have a the, favorite? The big fist pumping? Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is, this is a part of golf. So every time I hear about best fist pumps, I go to one player and one player only, and most people are probably going to be thinking of someone else. I go to David Duvall. Really? And I go okay. specifically to 1999. Oh, there you go. The Ryder Cup. This will be burned in my golf memory forever because this was so unlike David Duvall. I love this part, too. Stop fist pumping. Shake hands. Yes, per. Thank you so much. Now back to the fist pumps. Let's go back to the double boom, pump. Boom, boom, boom. I'm going to keep doing <laughs> this even though it's really awkward. But it, but it worked. 
he kind of fit the 99 Ryder Cup singles. I, I mean, it's just, it's a shirt. you could show that for how many more? We have 30 minutes left in the show. You could show that for 30 more minutes. I'd be into it. What that you, was D? so cool. I'm going to one of uh, David Duvall's great rivals. Davis Love. I'm going Tiger Woods. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Tiger Woods, and I'm going three years early. 1996, U.S. Amateur. This is the 11th hole, par five. He's two down at this point to Steve Scott, our buddy, who had chipped in on the 10th I mean, hole. He had one hand on the Havamaya, Steve Scott. He did. Yep. And Tiger's from 45 feet for eagle. There's no way you make this putt. You know, you think... Oh! You, <laughs> you mean, this is... You pull a muscle. Oh, I mean, my Some gosh. of the fist pumps. You, you know, there are a couple of images of some of those early Tiger fist yes. pumps where he'd run across the green. We hadn't really seen it before. That was That's so cool about exactly, Tiger. Exactly, because people have celebrated throughout the year. You know, Tom Kite would do the... And here, and here comes Tiger Woods punching the clouds. I mean, putting his back into it. I mean, it was... Nothing like we'd ever seen in golf before. Loved always talking about Tiger as the athlete. Yes. The celebrations looked athletic. They looked different than what we'd seen in golf before. And if we'd have known then what we know now. Yeah. I mean, you think about the famous Curtis Strange interview that has been circulated millions and millions of times. You'll learn. We were all Curtis Strange. 100%. We were all Curtis Strange sitting in that seat going, You'll learn. you don't dominate golf. Yeah. You can't dominate golf. And he would always find a way to, to reach internal and find some way to make a 35-foot curler. We're yeah. talking about Rory. We're talking about Jordan Spieth. We're talking about certain players that, you know, green reading, I talk about this a lot when I play. Yeah. You've got to read it correctly. You've right. got to hit it the right speed. All the intangibles have to go your way. You can't hit something and kick it off line. Wind can't pick up right. and gust on a putt. For a player to always find a way to kind of look past all those things and just make the putt. Yeah. Here's the ball. There's the hole. I'm going to get it to drop. Tiger's the best of all time. At that skill and that skill alone. Our buddy Nota Begay, who went to Stanford with Tiger, has talked about Tiger and that he just sees the game in a completely different way. This game has been played for hundreds of years. There have been many fantastic players who have gone on to great things, to win majors, but Tiger thinks about the game in a different way. This was supposed to be too precocious. You, you don't make putts like this. You don't fist pump your way across the green. But when you're this player and you're that special and you read greens the way you do and you see this game the way you do, this was just the early roars of what would be one of the greatest careers that we ever seen. So, yeah, I'm going to fist pump my way across the green and punch the sky like this because I'm that good. I'm that great. I'm that different. I'm that special. Always special. It's yeah. very, very special to watch greatness live. I oh. think about John Rahm this year when we're talking about great celebrations. Yeah. And the fact that John Rahm had two putts on the last two greens he knows he needed to make. I've got to make them. If I want yeah. to win this U.S. Open, yeah. I've got to finish birdie, birdie. And somehow John Rahm made putts. That putt reminded me of the putts yeah. Rahm made. A little bit longer, sure. Yeah. But it, it going away from you. It's a putt that a right-hander doesn't want. You think about Torrey Pines in 08 and that putt Tiger had. That's not a putt right-handers yeah. want to hit. Oh Downhill, moving left to right on bumpy greens. And all of that goes out of the minds of these greats. Yeah. They don't think about all the things you and I think about when we're over a putt for something special. It's a career-low round or to win your club championship or to place in the member member. Yeah. They're playing for history, major championships, and, and the Hall of Fame, if you will. Yeah. And you look past all those things and you just see ball, see hole, knock it in. It's, it's really, really cool to watch kind of genius on display. You know what they're saying? Give me the ball. Give me the ball. I'll shoot it. I want the ball. Golf Central Update, brought to you by Callaway Golf. Back on Golf Today, Dubai Moonlight Classic, Bronte Law from UCLA. 
par 5, 16th hole. This is a three-wood. Oh, she's looking at it, staring at it, you know. Bright lights, mm -hmm. big shot. Some would call it brilliant in there. Tight. Mm. Bronte Law now trying to make the putt for eagle. Well, you got it after, after a shot of that quality. You just want to leave it wanting. Man, do those greens look good? Woo. Center cut pork chop for a player who won the Pure Silk Championship back in 2019. You've seen her on Solheim Cups. Go to the 17th, the par three, 171. Oh, uh, you'd love to see a whoa, player. I mean, that's whoa, just. Whoa, that was, is, is that his early walk? That's like, what do you call it, swag, sauce? Yeah, I mean, all of it. It's solid, all Surprised of it, right? the club went in the bag already. <laughs> it's good. What was, the, what was the famous Jack line in 86? Yeah. Be right, it is. Yes. Missed uh, the hard lip out, but uh, so par. It didn't matter, though, at this point, you know? It didn't matter. She's on her way to a cool trophy. We've talked Very about it. Very good trophy. Right? That's a good one. Great trophy. Yeah. Front of the house trophy right there. Absolutely. Right in the, put that in in the about, foyer. Foyer, maybe? Put, you can put that in four or five rooms, I bet. Four or five rooms. Yeah. Put that by the pool table if you need to. That yeah. brought us to a part of the program that Damon Hack is going to love. Some great performances this season alone from some players from UCLA. And speaks to the strength of the programs out west. Patty Tavitanikit, what is now the Chevron, then the ANA. What a performance as a rookie. Getting that beautiful trophy, the white bathrobe, the leap into poppies, just a powerful performance off the tee. Had her on the show just a week ago. You can check that out on our new Golf Today Showcounts podcast. You can find that where all podcasts are available. Brian O'Toole in August, 34 years of age, picked up her first LPGA Tour title in 228 starts at the Women's Scottish Open. Yes, indeed. How about UCLA's Patrick Cantlay? Huge season, won four times, including the Tour Championship at East Lake, taking home Player of the Year honors on the PGA Tour. This fall, former UCLA standout Lilia Vu earned her LPGA Tour card for the 2022 season after, after finishing atop the Symmetra Tour standings. And we just showed you this. We'll show it to you again. Dancing in the moonlight, everybody's feeling warm and bright. Such a afternoon delight, but this was an evening delight for Blanche Law. Kind of, I was kind of waiting. I was kind of hoping you'd keep going. I was kind of into it. No reason to break it up on a oh, Monday. Oh man, having some fun in November. So and, notable. I mean, here accolades. we go. This is, this is. I mean, just Power Damon's going to walk out of here 12 feet tall by the end of this show. <laughs> Three major winners. You see, Corey Pavin, Mo Martin, Patty Tabatanikit, Scott McCarron, is the reigning Charles Schwab Cup. Champion, he went to UCLA. He did, he did. Patrick Cantley, some call him Patty Ice, Bronte, Alilia. It's just been a neat run for some fantastic players, some Bruin alums. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Brought us back to D Hack himself. A lot of Pac 12 in that picture. That's my baby sister, Cammie. She went to Stanford, smartest in the family. I went to UCLA, also a great school. So my mom took a picture of this picture and texted it to me. and. Text it to our producer, Chloe Pistorius, and back in the day, I'm rocking the UCLA sweatshirt. You know what? That still plays. That shirt would still play right? today. And uh, we thought on this fine Monday, <laughs> it'd be a good time to test Damon's UCLA oh, college goodness. knowledge. So, Damon, walk out of here 12 feet tall. Let's see if you remain 12 feet tall okay. after these 
questions. You feeling good? I, I think I'm okay. All right. I, and th these, these are some great questions kind of across the spectrum, not golf specific. Okay. You okay with that? Yes. Okay. First question. Why are UCLA's colors true blue and gold, D-Hack? I actually know the answer to that question. Um, class of 1993. I believe it has something to do with the ocean and like wildflowers. It's a combination a, of the two. An answer to represent the state's what I'm ocean talking about. and wildflowers. Yes, he remains red hot, one for one. Correct. All right, John Wooden, famed basketball yes. coach at UCLA. How many national championships did he win at UCLA? It was a lot. Was I'll a give lot. you a hint. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was ten. It was uh, from 1964 to 1975. Uh, but that the Wizard of Westwood two for ten two from the upcoming CEO of PointsBet, our friend Damon Hack, <laughs> right here. You see there. That's the question you just nailed. John Wooden winning at UCLA ten times. That is ten correct. Times, All right. You. Next question. Question number three. Okay. You remember? You know the internet. You've been on it before. I have the internet. Yes. What started at UCLA in a certain year? What year to the internet? I, I think I know the answer. This oh my is gonna, gosh! If you get this, I believe it was sent to Stanford. Actually, it was it was relayed in 1969, and the computer broke afterwards. Do I have to keep doing this? I'm three for three. Three for three. He was nervous. I just want to write home. I was. I, I, he was a bit nervous about Damon his, his chances Damon here. and I was embarrassed. Three for three. Now the question is, can you maybe? Hammer these questions okay. home perfectly. Okay. Sorry. So here, here you go. Question number four. What prank did students pull the week before the UCLA USC football game back in 1993? I, mean, I should miss some of these. I'm class of '93. The students went up the hill, I believe, to the Hollywood sign and covered it in Go Bruins. So I think we have. That's an, what I. I think we have an image. Uh, there it is. Go UCLA. Okay. So it's like a half credit. Half credit. Okay. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. That was four. Go Bruins. Go UCLA. You're four okay. for four. <laughs> This is incredible. All right, here we go. I don't know if we have a drum roll, but if just think about a drum roll in your head as you're listening to this final question. Why is the C on UCLA's basketball jerseys? You know, they're beautiful basketball jerseys, yeah. great colors. I tried to walk Why is on. it a different yeah. color? The C a different color? I, I to go perfect. Damon Hack. I mean, I, I think of C uh, is, of captain. I, I don't know for sure, but I'm just going to say captain because... I don't know the answer to it, though. So you finally missed oh. one. We have it here. It represents the Roman numeral for 100. Commemorating UCLA as the first to win 100 NCAA really? championships. Interesting, interesting little nugget there. Oh, I, I do. I do all right. Oh, I mean. Once, yeah, yeah, once yeah, I got yeah, the yeah. ocean and the wildflowers, I was like, I'm going to be okay. Listen, I'm, I don't even want to know right. what your GPA was, it was pretty at good. UCLA. Was, I'm assuming it was yeah, probably it was with high. a three, maybe with a four. Yeah, with a three. That a was high a, three. That was yeah. a, a very, very impressive performance <laughs> there. And, and, and yeah, listen, we don't, give, we don't give Damon Hack these questions or answers. I'm I so barely got the questions before this Thank part you. of Thank the program. You. So I'm, uh, I'm pumped. There, there, there are some questions. I, mean, I loved my time at, at UCLA. I'm a proud Bruin. Oh, I'm already talking to my boys about looking out west. They'd have family there to take care of them if they want to go to UCLA because they're in the Northeast now. There's a lot of pressure about IVs and different things like that. Don't, don't sleep on UCLA for the next generation. How about tie for 12 for you know, Brian Gay, undersized, older player, tough conditions, but you got to use your savvy to work your way around the golf course. You know, we mentioned the trouble, you know, the weight of the plane, I guess, was a little off. I mean, Brian, not a big man. He was able to finally get on his plane and played very, very good golf in Bermuda. Listen, there's a rule here. There's a rule that needs to be started in professional golf. The defending champion 
gets on the airplane. Oh, first. Gets on the airplane first. 1A. 1A. 1A and 1B With for Kareem your, your caddy, right? Another UCLA Bruin. He's Lou Alcindor. I'm sitting then. in the front. Put him in 1A. I want the leg room. Brian yeah. Gay deserved a spot. Should not have had to wait for the clubs. 100%. But, uh, I mean, listen, we know golf does not sleep. We know golf does not take weeks yeah. off. We've got more golf this week. And uh, I'm excited for LPGA. I'm okay. excited for the LPGA Tour to return here is this last stretch in November yeah. to see what we talked about on the show. We've got Jin Young-Ko and we can have Nelly Korda and the hope is that eventually we'll see them face off maybe in a final pairing yes. late in this season. And we got a little Mayakoba as well on the PGA Tour. It'll be a lot of fun. JT in that field. I tell you what, I'm just excited that in this time of year that can be a little bit sleepy. We're seeing some storylines develop, including seeing what the players on the PGA Tour do now end up doing when we get toward the FedEx Cup playoffs. Out of five questions about UCLA, what was your hope before we started that? that you uh, get it honestly, right? I wanted to get at least one, and I was hoping for two on the outside to be a respectable performance. To get three and a half slash four, I said go Bruins, I said go UCLA, but you gave me that one. That's what, four to five is like 80%. I feel like we need to reach out to points bet and see where they would have put that. What would they have handicapped four Ooh. out of five? Because I don't know if it had been plus money considering uh, the brain capacity yeah. that Damon Hack possesses, but I was impressed. I thought you'd get three. That was my guess. Four. That's a win. That's an A. That'll get you on the Dean's list mm. if you get four out of five about your college. Uh, you going to do this tomorrow? Let's do it tomorrow. I'm looking forward to locks of the week whenever we get to that because I'm having a lot of fun in this new incarnation. Wins of the Thank week is what Dan Hack is calling.